Welcome to Cocktails in the Organic Isle, an open table discussion where three natural moms, Christy, Jody, and Rachel, come together to dish out their unique recipe for health and wellness while living in a busy, conventional world. Grab a cocktail, pull up a chair, and let's chat. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails in the Organic Isle. Cheers. Cheers. And I'm so excited about this episode today. Jody is going to talk to us about fat, which is something we hear all the time. Fat, fat, fat. We eat it every single day. But growing up, you heard don't eat fat, no fat, low fat. It was kind of like a craze. Um, And so you're going to talk about that, but also telling us that fat is actually good for you. Uh, I just watched a documentary on Netflix, I think Mm -hmm. it was, called Fat Fiction, and it talks a lot about how fat's good for you. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So So raise your hand if you remember the whole fat-free... No fat, low fat Absolutely. thing in the 80s, yeah. in the 90s. I mean, every, that's, that's all I remember, really, is everything was low fat. And the, the big idea behind that was fat makes you fat. And that is so not true. Um, so it began in the 80s when reports were released showing that saturated fat, which uh, is found in like meats and full fat dairy, mm-hmm. contained like the LDL cholesterol, which is the bad kind. And so... You know, scientists decided that, you know, we just need to cut it out. And so, you know, dietitians and everything like that just decided, well, okay, well, the the low, you know, like the least amount of fat we eat, the better, because that will reduce, Mm -hmm. you know, the the cholesterol and that will, people will thin down. And that was on the top of the food pyramid that they're telling us is don't eat a lot of fats. Yeah. Right. Which is scary. And that that honestly could be a whole other podcast of, you know, the, the food pyramid. Um, so basically the idea was keep it simple, cut down on fat wherever possible. However, it was the type of fat, not the quantity of fat is what was the issue. Um, so, you know, and just a little info for you, like your brain. So your brain is made of fat and your nerves are encased in fat. And that's what gives you, you know, that's what nourishes your brain. That's what energizes you. And so when you deprive, you know, when all these people deprived themselves of fat, they were depriving their brain of all these healthy, um, this healthy fuel that their brain needed to function correctly and and thrive and so there you know you'll see if you do research you know the as time went on with you know the as the amount of fat decreased the amount uh or as the amount of fat decreased the amount of you know illnesses or chronic disease and ailments like you know alzheimer's and stuff these things that deal with the nervous system in the brain Mm. started skyrocketing yeah i remember an article talking about how bacon fat and butter were like the same consistency as your brain. And so you should eat a lot yeah. to keep your brain healthy and nourished. And isn't that amazing? I yeah. remember my grandma used to keep next to her uh, in her kitchen, like just a big bucket of bacon <laughs> grease. And that's what they used. So yeah, think about yeah. like, dang, that was healthy, you know, yeah. or that was healthier than the crap we're eating now, you know, and that's just what they did. And yeah, because now, you know, lard for such a long time got such a bad rap that it was just fat and it's just terrible for you where it's not that bad, you know, like it's not, you know, up here, but it's actually better than, than what we're most, you know, standard American diet um, consumers are eating. Like margin. Like, or, yeah, like yeah. alternatives. Yes. Or yes. yes. So, um, you know, that ushered in and along with that is... You know, as that era went on of no fat, 
you know, people, you know, you would think that the, you know, the thinner people would get, and that wasn't the case. People are actually gaining weight on that. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of information about that that we're gonna talk about. So why did that happen? So there, you know, the fat-free truly isn't healthy, why? First off, fat, when you take fat out of full-fat dairy, you gotta make it taste good, and what do you make it taste good with? Sugar? Sugar. Yeah. So, you know, it, I mean, that's basically what any company will do to right. make anything taste better, you know, is fill it with sugar. So obviously that's not good. And on our, you know, previous episode, when I talked about sugar, sugar suppresses your immune system, and so that's obviously not good, for that as well. Um, you know, you load up on sugars, on carbohydrates, you know, high glycemic foods. So th they're becoming even more unhealthy by trying to eliminate one thing. Mm -hmm. So you gotta look at the big picture here. You know, like you cannot just, you know, um, delete one thing from your body thinking that everything else is gonna fall in. When you are deleting fat, you're taking, f you know, they're adding in all this stuff to make it taste better and to fulfill what fat takes out. So you just, you know, the big picture here, um, you know, companies would say, you know, eat, you know, pretzels over nuts, you know, eat pretzels over almonds or cashews and walnuts. There's a whole huge difference there. Number one, calories. Number two, you know, the healthy fats and everything and just what it does, you know, I mean, fats are really good for your skin. Pretzels are not, you know, so, I mean, there's just, you know, all these domino effects that happened when you take away fat from food. Um, so it's, you know, you're replacing the quality of the food when you take out the fats because they're adding in all these, you know, processed additives, preservatives and everything because they just took out something natural. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what's scary. Um, you know, carbohydrates are metabolized faster than fats. So let's think back to, you know, the snack wells. You could literally eat three boxes of snack wells and still be hungry. You know, I remember back in the day, I would get two boxes. I could literally eat a box of snack wells, you know. But it was only 30 calories. I know, right? So I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> um, you know, those little tiny um, zero-calorie packs of, like, the, the, the little chocolate chip cookies that were, like, this thin, you know, yeah. like these. And you're yeah. like, these are so healthy. But you go through 12 bags because you're still hungry. hungry. So, you know, you're, you, you know, because it was all carbohydrates. Um, and, you know, carbohydrates, if not, you know, if you're not exercising and it'll, they eventually turn into fat. So you're not, you're taking fat away from food, but then you're adding the carbohydrates, which will eventually turn to fat because you're not doing what you need to do. Mm -hmm. um, um, if they're not, you know, like taking out, uh, you know, calorically, like, you know, a calorie, you know, for a calorie, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, exercising to burn calories. Um, so you get hungry faster, you know, when um, you are eating more carbohydrates and fats because fats have those healthy oils that keep you, um, um, you know, keep you feeling fuller Sustained, longer. Yeah. yeah. So what does that lead to? More snacking, weight gain. It all is just like this domino effect. Um, so carbohydrates cause blood sugar swings, you know, and let's be honest, we don't need that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we have enough mood swings going on. Um, you know, the fluctuations in your blood sugar are just not good for your body. Um, you know, it, it lowers your energy, your productivity. So it, it was just this catastrophic down, you know, downward slide um, that we all went into. Uh, the body and brain need the right fats to function. As I talked about, your brain is made of fat. Um, so it needs the fat for the energy, for the metabolism, for, you know, just the productivity, the focus. Um, um, it's a, it, you know, it really just truly is which fats you're eating, not the quantity, the quality, mm -hmm. quantity. 
Um, you know, there's good and bad fats. So, you know, they were talking about the whole scientific um, experiment where, or the study done with why saturated fats were bad is because of the LDL cholesterol. However, um, and I don't know if this was on the fat fiction where the scientist, you know, cotton picked his. Oh, yeah. They talked about that. Yeah, right. cotton picked like which study. There was multiple studies. He had a done. theory, and then he gathered the information, and yes. then he cherry picked the data he collected to that supported his theory. Su- yeah. Yes. So there was like this many experiments that went on, or pieces of data, mm-hmm. with all these different experiments. But he cherry picked which ones, which was about this much, that f- you know that supported his theory, and that and looking back now, they realize that it was completely wrong. Yeah, I think he visited like twenty something countries don't mm-hmm. quote me on that but yeah. i think then he only used six in his like what he presented is mm-hmm. yeah. his data and unfortunately that's not just food and you know food experience that's all over yeah. you know that things are bought and paid for and are supported in the way that they want it to um everybody has an agenda you know which once you learn you know once you start eating healthier and you know looking at more healthier options and uh, ways of living you know mm-hmm. it's the scary um it's just a scary realization. Um, so, sorry. I want to make sure that I talk about this because I remember when I first started clean eating, you know, butter was a really hard thing for me to switch. I grew up on country crock margarine. Mm. You know, it was, that's just what we had, the big, you know, brown crocks of. I wouldn't, to, even, I wouldn't even eat regular butter. Like it yeah. had to be. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, it was creamier. It was easier to eat. Yeah. Well, and I thought it yeah. tasted better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird. What? Yeah. Gross. Do, have you seen how they make margarine? No. I have no, no. idea. Oh, girls. Okay. <gasps> and I'm going to have some detoxing. guests. Yeah. So this was one of the things I found. It is the margarine manufacturing process. And this thing literally made my heart stop, Made put a knot in my stomach because it, it is Freaking nasty how they make margarine. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. So margarine, is, you know, is very refined, which if you don't know, you know, if you see something that says refined or unrefined, think of refined as very processed, okay? So refined is like, um, so unrefined carbs are like your potatoes and, you know, stuff like that. Refined carbs are very processed carbs, okay? Like pastas and breads and stuff like that. Um, you know, carrots or, you know, and, and like apples or carbs, you know, those are unrefined, okay? So think of refined as processed, unrefined as in its natural state. So margarine is very refined, and you're about to learn why. So margarine starts with, and it's, it, I don't know if you can see this, it's like a step-by-step chart, um, you know, of exactly like the process of margarine. And for those of you listening, we'll, we'll, we'll put mm-hmm. this chart up. I, yes, we will put this chart up for those of you um, listening to the, our podcast and so first step, you know, margarine is made from soybeans, corn, cottonseed, or canola seeds, okay? Which, number one, most of those are always GMO, which is never good. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step is those, the, to get the oils, they're extracted by high temperature and pressure. The red flag there, very refined. You know, mm-hmm. high, high pressure, high temperature is basically going to take out all, you know, all the good stuff anyway. So the remaining fraction of oils from that high temperature um, is removed with hexane and other solvents Hmm. okay so that (laughs) just sounds gross after that the oils which are now rancid which means not good steam clean to remove all vitamins and antioxidants but pesticides and solvents remain 
The next step is oils are mixed with a nickel catalyst. Oils with catalysts subjected to hydrogen gas in a high pressure, high temperature reactor. Soap-like emulsifiers mixed in. Oil steam cleaned again to remove horrible odor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's rancid, I mean, yeah, you're I mean, it's it's know. bad. Like it's gone bad. Um, the horrible odor thing is just like, why is there such a horrible? Have you ever odor? smelled rancid oil? Mm -mm. I don't it's think like I have. it's like you know when you like have a lost potato in your cabinet that mm -hmm. oh, it's like yeah. that mixed with like a dead mouse mm -hmm. in the oil yeah. that you're gonna eat. So this next one, after the horrible odor, it's apparently a gray color, and that is removed by bleaching. Mm. Mm. And then artificial flavors, synthetic vitamins, and natural color is added. Mixture is packaged into blocks or tubs, and then advertising promotes margarine as a health food mm. because it started with beans. And that's why they're promoting it as a health food, because right. it's plant-based. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> It's and it goes into the plastic. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's why, like, the word natural, it's like you, oh, yeah. you can't trust the word natural. You can't. Like green natural. Thing. And that's what they do on right. here. And that is why, like, they'll put natural on there. And so many of our listeners and so many people who are trying to be a more natural-minded mom or, you know, clean eating or healthy eating or whatever, natural literally means nothing. I mean, there is no definition. There is no basis on... Um, packaging that tells you, oh yeah, you have to meet these guidelines in order for it to be natural. There's not. I yeah, mean, they don't regulate it. They do not. So you know, after reading this process that margarine is made, you can tell it's very refined. It is honestly, and there and there's a theory out that margarine is like one molecule away from plastic. Hmm. Is what I've I've seen that on many um, mm -hmm. many websites. You know, high um, you know websites with really good you know information on it and and. Just the gray color alone is like, yeah. ew. Right. Just that removing the horrible odor. Like yeah. the fact that it was rancid. Yeah. And yeah. then it, then they have to even, do, it's like, why go through all this? Yeah. Because it's cheaper. And it makes money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can upcharge yeah. it so much. So obviously we don't want to eat margarine. You do that. not. So what are, the, what are the good oils and fats that we can use in our kitchen that people can buy at their grocery stores? So there are a, a lot of healthy oils to eat. Okay. So first off, the vegetable oil, the canola oil, stay away from because they're very refined, um, just like margarine, okay? So if you have the vegetable oil, if you have the canola oil, and let me tell you, even by doing my research, digging even deeper in the fats, there are a lot of resources that will say that canola oil is still mm -hmm. healthy and that vegetable yeah. oil is a good, well, healthy and alternative. it's called vegetable it's not, oil, so it sounds healthy because yeah. it's vegetable, Yeah, but it's, it's not. No, it's very, very refined. And, and in the health, you know, healthy food, realm you'll learn that refined just it's we you want to eat things that are more in their natural state and re, anything that's refined just really isn't you know mm -hmm. so just because you want it to be not as hard on your body to process it and you know everything like that and that's why you know healthy food five ingredients or less are kind of like the clean eating you know bible going on there you know is that's kind of what you do is five ingredients or less because it's less refined so um for the sake of this podcast and the for sake of the um that there are so many healthy fats, mm -hmm. I decided to only talk about the ones that I personally use because they're the ones that are easily accessible. You know, th these are the, like the four easy ones to find when you go to Kroger, when you go to Meyer, mm -hmm. when you go anywhere, these are the ones that you are mm -hmm. most likely, you know, that you'll use. So today I'm gonna talk about olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, and butter and ghee, okay? So avocado oil, um, I love. 
It is not. Um, it does not have as much taste as olive oil does. It's kind of more um, um, natural tasting, I should say. You know, just... To, um, Super mild. mild. It's more yeah. mild. That's what I was looking for. Um, and it's great because it's high, it's, uh, high in heart-healthy fats. Um, and it has one of the highest smoke points, which is really good. That's my favorite part of it. Yes. Because I love roasted vegetables. Yes. That we usually cook at like 400, mm-hmm. or, you know, 15, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And I use my avocado yeah. oil mm-hmm. for yeah. that. Yeah. And that's one thing that a lot of, I know, listeners and moms don't realize is that, and I didn't realize mm-hmm. until really looking into this, is that oils do have different smoke points. Like olive oil should not be used on a pan, like on a pan that is higher than like 350 um you know sauteing and stuff like that because it can go rancid easy it turn you know it um um it's just it's not a high heat oil Um, free radicals yes which are not good Mm -hmm. um so the smoke point for avocado oil is 520 degrees which is really good so Mm -hmm. that is you know there's not a lot that you do 520 degrees so i think the highest i have ever done is 500 and that was just for pizzas but this i think on my stove i I think my I can go really high, but yeah. I think I only get like through 400. I think is really the highest. Mm-hmm. I do. You can get avocado oil. I get the same one from Costco mm-hmm. here. It's uh, non-GMO and it's yeah. like on a family farm yeah. in the U.S., which is great. Yeah, with avocados from Mexico, which is awesome. Yeah, but um, you can also get it on Amazon. You know, when you buy when you're buying things in bulk, larger mm-hmm. packaging, a you're cutting down waste on packaging, but b mm-hmm. it tends to be cheaper when you invest in a large. Bottle. I buy mine at like organic avocado oil in a gallon. Do you? Oh, nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I use it for skincare too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, all, you know, avocado oil, um, you know, I get mine at Costco just like, mm-hmm. you know, she said you can get it at Kroger. I mean, you can really, anywhere that sells oil, you can get it. Yeah. The thing, let me preface this for the rest of the oils is um, for the most part, you want to make sure it is in a container that is dark because that, um, you know, keeps the sunlight out to uh, mm-hmm. keep it from going rancid. Um, you know, yeah, the best ways to use avocado oil is, you know, sauteing, um, baking. I mean, you can really replace avocado oil for your, yeah, for in place of olive oil. And I've done that a lot. If I'm out of olive oil, I'll do do my avocado. So it's really good that way. Um, making dressings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very versatile. Nice. So coconut oil is next. So many uses for coconut oil. Mm -hmm. Yep. I used to use it as my face. Actually, I use it to get mascara off, and it's I use the it best to shave. Makeup remover. It oh. is such yeah. a good makeup. I remover. keep like a little jar of it. I take it from this. This is from Costco, um, and I take um, a you know I have like a little container, and I keep it in the shower, and I use it to shave, and I get my mascara Me off too. with it. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing for mascara. Yep. Um, so coconut oil is a great source of MCTs, which is medium chain triglycerides which if you follow like a macro or a keto diet that's very important um if you're you know counting your macros um it is very good for you know adding fat to your macros um jam-packed with health benefits so many um health benefits there the smoke point is 350 so technically it's like a high heat oil but it's like medium to high So it's not as high as avocado oil, but I use yeah. it for high heat. And if I will, I, need it. I will tell you if you do it above 350, because I have like 375. I've set off the smoke detector before, and the kids mm-hmm. are like, "Mom's cooking again." And I'm like, "No, like <laughs> so many it's times." Just, it, nothing's burning. Yeah, it's just the smoke mm-hmm. factor. Mm-hmm. You open the oven, and that goes right to yeah. my thing. So, yeah. which is important. So the thing I've learned about coconut oil is I don't like baking. You can bake with it. I don't like baking with mm-hmm. it because I feel like that's when you really taste the coconut taste. Mm. When I cook with it, I don't taste the coconut as much. Okay. Because I've I've used coconut oil like in muffins and stuff, mm-hmm. and 
my husband, who's super picky, does not like coconut. Uh, see, I like that. He taste. can yeah. taste mm-hmm. the coconut, and the kids can taste it too, which yeah. th- they can do it. But I've learned that I just I don't really like to bake with it, even though you can. Yeah, and there I think there is some different like levels of I know we were just talking about like refining, mm-hmm. but like just how you can have like a regular olive oil or virgin olive yeah. oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you might not want to cook or bake with one of those. One mm-hmm. might be better used raw. Yeah. They also have different ones, um, types of coconut where maybe the more refined coconut mm-hmm. oil doesn't taste like anything yeah that coconut is you know where this might just be what is the what's the liquid what's the liquid coconut oil fractionated fractionated because i have some that i've used that with like essential oils Mm -hmm. um it's more refined but it's still coconut oil but it's fractionated in the point where it doesn't go solid at room temperature Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah best ways uh to use uh coconut oil like i said you can use um one-to-one ratio in most recipes baking sauteing on the you know on the stove um i've used it um in um like on my face i've Mm -hmm. used it in um oil pooling oil pooling yes um Mm -hmm. and then also like just your skin i mean it's a really you Mm -hmm. can literally just put it all over your skin there's even things for hair i haven't tried to hair yet just because i have you tried it you do masks i've had i've done like coconut masks have you yeah even diaper rash i've used Mm. oh bones or like just I mean, honestly, massages. Yeah, I use coconut oil. Like it's like <laughs> when I was pregnant, it was like coconut oil or breast milk. You can <laughs> coconut oil or breast yeah. milk. Either one of those are a good solution for me. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> so yeah, so coconut oil is a very good oil to have on um, on hand for a lot of different reasons. Um, so the next one, uh, we can go ahead and talk about olive oil. Whoops. Okay. So with olive oil, you'll notice that there are lots of different types. There is, you'll notice that there's unrefined, there's refined, there's cold pressed. So you do want cold pressed because then that means that there wasn't heat used um, to extract it, um, which is way better because then, you know, all the nutrients and Mm -hmm. everything don't, you know, um, they stay in the olive oil. So cold press is um, a lot better. Again, in a dark, uh, preferably glass, but Mm -hmm. Costco, you know. Their their uh, price is good, so that's more important to me than the glass on this because I go through it so much. Yeah, um, I actually so. have a little glass. Like not that I mean, it's packaged in this, but next to my oven or my stove, I have the, the oil pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this. Yeah, I feel like I would use too much. Oh yeah, yeah. It comes out like yeah. crazy. It comes out so fast. Yeah. So it has like just a little nozzle. Yeah, and I just, yeah. Like drizzle it on. I used to you have just spread it a little bit better that way too. Yeah, mm. I used to have all my oils in in the those fancy like mm-hmm. yeah oil things, and then like the top. I remember I had like vinegar in one, mm. and then like those gnats got in it. I was like, mm. ew. But yeah. I need to. My goal is yeah, to get these back into yep. pretty ones. Um, so um, olive oil, the smoke point is four hundred five degrees. So if you are you know, which isn't super high. So if you are, you know, you definitely don't want to saute with olive oil. Um, I used to do my, you know, cook eggs in it, but mm-hmm. then I realized like I, I think my eggs were like 350. I don't know. But I usually do like butter or coconut oil for those now. But uh, coconut oil or olive oil is a lot better for like dressings, you know, just using it for dressings, marinades, um, you know, um, let's see, what else do I have? You know, just, um, you know, I use it um, to make my rice. You know, I'll put coconut or olive oil in there. I need to get over my coconut oil. Um, So olive oil reduces inflammation, improves blood sugar levels, and um, decreases several heart disease risk factors, which, um, I mean, olives, if you think about olives in 
general are very heart healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, the Mediterranean diet uses a lot of oils. Um, so just make sure you're reading the ingredients because there are some that are blends, especially mm -hmm. if it's kind of like a brand that is more generic. They, mm -hmm. They'll save money by having olive oil with other oils yeah. my grandma used to have that it would be canola and olive yeah and you couldn't actually i mean if you were just shopping quickly it you couldn't tell until you mm -hmm. like really looked close at the label yeah there was canola mixed in so. and i will say i do like olive oil a lot for skin for mm -hmm. skin it absorbs really fast nice. it's really similar to your own body's you know mm -hmm. kind of oil but since i think maybe it's pressed from a fruit and not a seed it does go rancid faster um, so if you were going to do like, um, like, oh, I'm going to make, um, like little cute jars of rosemary mm -hmm. and olive oil, like yeah. make sure everything you're using is dried for mm -hmm. something like that. And also if you're like a prepper and you're like, I'm going to buy a hundred yeah. of these just in case the world ends mm -hmm. and I'm going to put it in my bunker, olive oil might not be the best <laughs> fat to buy because it most likely will go bad. How can you tell if it goes bad? It, you it will just, smell it. It just it smells. smells like that. I think I just go to it. I go through it too like, fast. Oh yeah. Olive oil. So like if you, just if you get like a bottle of olive oil, how long do you think it would take for it to go rancid? If it stayed closed? If it stayed closed. Oh, I don't or know. Or let's say if you opened sure. it, used it once, forgot about it. How oh, long I do mean, you think it might last be? a long time. It might be fine for oh, okay. like six months, a oh, year okay. or yeah. something. Um, and I think kind of depending on your heat of your house, mm -hmm. if it's sitting above your stove, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, if water splashed into your container, yeah. like stuff yeah. like that yeah. kind of I think has to do with it. Yeah. But just for like long time, yeah, I love... Not the idea. I don't have a bug up or anything. But I really like the idea of like prepping and just having stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not not even just for us, but if our neighbors need something yeah, like, right. hey, I've got six things of avocado in the basement. Mm -hmm. Like, let me share it with you. Yeah. You know? Right. And so um, olive oil might not last yeah. as long as other oils. Yeah. They're not crazy. I like, to, my own I like my to have own rice, beans, oils, stuff like that on hand. Just, I mean, like now it's winter. So if we have... 12 inches of snow or electric goes out or something goes out. I like mm -hmm. to know my, you know, we can have rice and beans and we'll be mm -hmm. <laughs> stuff that's in yeah. a can will last a while. And then rice yep. you can make, you know, yeah. over a fire. So, mm -hmm. um, the last one I want to talk about is, well, the last two I will say is our fancy little butter. Um, I love butter. Me too. I love yeah. She is about butter. to take a spoon and eat this butter. Um, so butter was one of the number one enemies with the whole low fat trend. Um, and it's sad because butter has a lot of benefit. Butter is very natural. So if you think back to, you know, the margarine manufacturing process, butter, you literally separate, you know, you separate the milk from the milk fat and you shake it up and it's butter. So, I mean, very little refining, you know, very little process there, very natural process. Um, so like we said, it is not the quantity of fat, it's the type of fat. Now, obviously everything in moderation, if you, you know, eating a lot of butter, you know, is not good, but keeping <laughs> it in or <laughs> eating it with a spoon. I have to share one story. One time Rachel came to my house. It was nice outside. I think it was last summer. <laughs> she brought a stick of grass-fed butter. It was a double stick. Was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was. Okay, it was a double stick. It was a Kerrygold double Yeah, Kerrygold. And oh, some go. crackers, oh. some uh, sweet potato crackers. Our kids were playing, and we sat and ate an entire stick of butter with crackers. <laughs> So, it's so we may favorite. have excess. It's my favorite yeah. snack. It is Rachel's favorite snack. Oh. Well, she the nice thing about she brings butter. a stick of butter. You know? <laughs> That's what I'm doing in my next party. Hey, it's gluten free. 
good. Yeah. yeah. Organic. Yeah. So the nice thing about butter, so think about, and especially, you you know, us moms, have, you know, raising kids and everything, um, the nice thing about butter is it contains both omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, the same fats found in fish. So let's think about it. Not a lot of kids are fish mm-hmm. fans, but we all know that fish is super healthy because of the, the fat content and the type of fat that it is. So, you know, omega-3s promote brain active, you know, brain development. Um, it's great source of antioxidants, which boosts the immune system. So it's all around butter just is better than what everybody thought it was, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you are getting grass fed butter, you know, not the, not the, I don't want to say, a, I already said the brand country crock, you know, margarine or whatever. Um, but if you are truly getting the grass fed butter, which this is, this is a roll. It's actually usually twice this. Um, we've already used it. It's beautiful. So it, it comes, you know, I get it delivered through green bean delivery, which I love. Um, and it's from, it's Hartzler. So it's from Wooster, Ohio. So it's local. Um, and it's, yeah, it's grass fed butter and it just comes in a roll. So it is like super, this is how it comes. You know, they just roll it up and send it to you. And I think, I'm pretty sure awesome. you can get this at Fresh Time. I know you okay. can't get it at Kroger or Meyer or anything, but I do know. Fresh time. And, and, and of Jungle course, Gyms Whole Foods too. has it, and Jungle Gyms probably has it as well. Um, the only thing, butter is not a very high heat oil. The 350 is the smoke point. Um, I've learned my lesson on that a lot, which, you know, heating up a pan, I'll be like, oh, butter, oh, yeah. okay, put it on the pan, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. fire alarm goes off. Um, done that not too long ago, actually. <laughs> and so it's definitely one that, you know, start slow, you know, put it on the pan right away, let it melt with the pan. Um, it's very important with that. See, so I've found, and just, I like to heat the pan a little bit before I put it on. Well, we have ca- or, uh, stainless steel. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I put the butter on and let it heat with the pan, things stick. But if I wait, I mean, keeping it in the right mm-hmm. smoke point, like on medium or whatever, let the pan heat, then put my butter on, then like my eggs don't stick. Really? But if I heat it, and that's just stainless steel. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah, know what type maybe. of stuff Maybe. I do that with cast iron. I like let it heat a little bit. Yeah. Add the butter and then. Maybe that's why sometimes, like I will use the same pan and use butter and I'll do an egg. And then sometimes it sticks, sometimes it doesn't. It's, yeah. I've found from trial that's and super error, annoying. let the pan get hot first. Huh. And then put your butter in. It'll melt right away. And then you put your egg in almost immediately. But it's, it. I don't know, it creates, I, I actually don't know why, but yeah. I just, it doesn't stick oh, that That's way. very interesting. I have to try that next yeah. time. Um, so butter also has um, a source of butyrate, which I didn't realize. It reduces inflammation. So inflammation is running rampant mm-hmm. in our bodies because of all the stuff that mm-hmm. we have. So that's always helpful. Um, so the best ways to use butter, obviously, is raw. Christy might get a spoon and eat this raw here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, organic butter is best um, mm-hmm. and because pasteurization um, destroys all the essential nutrients. Mm-hmm. And that's basically yep. with everything. Um, so, you know, sorry. Saute, baking, roasting is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is to melt it um, and put it on my roasted veggies at the end. Oh, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite. I haven't tried that. I'll yeah. Do that. So it just it gives Don't it that give buttery. <laughs> I make a actually one of my recipes is called butter chicken and I like put I'll bake chicken slow and low like for a while with butter and like carrots and potatoes like all and onions Mm. like just and then like a lot of spices in it yeah it's so good I do a lot of like garlic butter yeah garlic butter shrimp garlic butter whatever um so along with butter um some of you may have heard sorry thank you of ghee uh, which comes from butter. Does Do you know how to, ghee is made? It's clarified. Yeah. So from my 
you know, whatever I have in my mind, it might totally be wrong, but it's it's a way that they take out the dairy, mm-hmm. maybe. So all they heat it, and then as you mm-hmm. heat butter, it smells really good. It like all the solids kind of rise to the top, and they, they right. like drain or strain the solids off, and okay. that is why so it's like the fat. It like, is it's yeah. just the fat. Pretty so much, right? it is. Um, so like people on like uh, non, you know, who are dairy free, like ghee, because it takes out that that lactose in the the um, way, yeah, or something like yeah. that. Um, but it, I mean, it's super yellow. Like you can yeah. see if you're watching the video. And honestly, so it, it smells it's like butter. Keeping the vitamin so A in there, like mm-hmm. I would imagine, like yeah, you don't yeah. need the nutrients either. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, it's yeah. The, so the milk solids and water have been removed, creating the final product that creates the higher concentration of fat than regular butter. So very interesting. And it has um, higher smoke point. It, yes, it does. It's 485 degrees Fahrenheit is the smoke point. So Chad, um, with his new grill that he uses, um, now he'll use ghee in place of when he used to use like olive oil, which I told him, don't do that on a grill, um, just because of the high smoke point. Uh, so he'll use this now uh, nice. on his grates. And um, I think he actually, this is what he melts and he'll put it like mm-hmm. on chicken or something like that. Now, can you get ghee at any grocery store? Yeah, this is, I believe, this is Organic Valley brand. So this is, I believe I got that at Meyer, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, but you can get it. Yeah, they have too. They have um, their own like Organic Simple Truth mm-hmm. brand. And mm-hmm. then there's another organic brand. But again, just make sure you're checking the ingredients. You know, like this one is just certified organic butter, which that's what it is. They just processed it a different way there's no other um ingredients in it so just make sure you're checking the Mm -hmm. ingredients um so ghee has been shown to produce lower amounts of toxic you know carcinogenic compounds um increases level of good hdl cholesterol and protects against the formation of breast cancer cells which Mm -hmm. is very interesting Mm -hmm. um so you know sauteing vegetables spread over grains um meats and baked goods i mean you really can use it just like butter i mean it's solid it'll melt you know and a little bit goes a long way it does Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so um these are the oils that i use almost you know i mean i use all my oils all the time um, olive oil, avocado oil are the ones I use the most. Butter um, on a lot of things like melted butter is mainly in you know my baked goods. Coconut oil, as we talked about, is not only good in food but skin and you know beauty as well. Um, ghee, I'm starting. You know, I'm fairly new to ghee. Have you, you've used ghee a lot mm-hmm. more than I have? Yeah. So what are your favorite like uses it. for ghee? Well, I mean, we make Indian food at home a lot, but I mean, even just to cook it, you know, how you would with eggs. It's more like a fryy type thing. So if I'm gonna fry, mm-hmm. like stir fry green beans or, mm. you know, some type of meat, like I'll use it for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll get. Um, I'm sure I'll be sharing more about my adventures with ghee. <laughs> I used to call it G. G. <laughs> what is ghee? Yeah, they can. I think I think the first time I was like gay ghee. I don't know, but it's ghee quinoa. Yeah. Yeah. I will say too with fat, like when I make my kids breakfast and even our breakfast, I always try to make sure I have good fats. So Mm -hmm. we'll do like scrambled eggs, but also like a little handful of walnuts, which have good fat Mm -hmm. or other nuts. Mm -hmm. And then, um, even like avocado, like my kids Mm -hmm. literally will, sometimes I cut an avocado in half and they each just take a spoon (laughs) and eat half of an avocado because you want to make sure, especially with their little kids, their brain development, that you're giving Mm -hmm. them the good fats. Mm -hmm to nourish their body yeah um and it also you mentioned this but it like 
then they don't get hungry. You know, mm-hmm. they're not just eating waffles. Well, then they're hungry in an hour. The fat helps sustain them to keep mm-hmm. them full longer. I mean, it's so good for you. So we always yeah. make sure we have healthy fats in every And meal. speaking of, you know, kids, I mean, most of our, I feel like most of our listeners have kids. So, and I'm the same way. I love making sure that my kids in the morning always have a protein, always mm-hmm. have healthy fat, which is usually butter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, think about like butter bread and just put a little bit of gel, you know, like healthy, you know, spread or something on top is so good. And not, and like I talked about with the brain, it energizes, it gives energy and it helps with productivity, it helps with you know, um, all of that. So it's just like, if we're think about all the processed foods that a lot of kids eat that are made with vegetable oil, canola oil, sunflower, safflower, or all this stuff that isn't doing anything like that to mm-hmm. the brain, yeah. you know, it is just depriving the brain. So, you know, if you, if you're noticing that, you know, you're, you know, I don't want to make any claims here, but just think about the types of fat that your kids are eating and seeing if, you know, just make a small change in what you're using. You might notice that your kid has more productivity, Mm -hmm. has more energy, you know, Mm -hmm. has more focus in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. just with school and everything. I even see it in myself. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. if I don't, if I make, you know, usually it's like eggs and, Mm -hmm. you know, some type of toast or something. But if we do oatmeal instead, if I don't add coconut oil into my oatmeal mm-hmm. when I'm making it, forget mm-hmm. about it. It's oh, gonna be yeah. an hour and I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I butter and oatmeal sometimes yeah. too. Just oh yeah. Put some mm-hmm. butter in it. So good. Yeah. Absolutely. So just to recap, just to wrap this one up, we fat is good. Fat right? is so good. Fat does not make you fat. fat. We love fat. Fat it it is the type <laughs> of fat that you need to be cautious about. And you can honestly, I mean, you just need to make sure you're getting good sources. You can go to Pinterest and you can find so many different um or google you can find so many different resources on how to incorporate good fats mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, so it really just takes a little research but it really isn't a hard transition um, you know it's really just swapping out vegetable oil for olive oil or you know swapping out avocado oil mm-hmm. it really it really does make a big difference absolutely well, yeah. good. well this was great thank yeah. you for sharing all about fat yeah. something welcome. we all love yeah. yeah now let's go eat I'm some fat i'm gonna go eat some <laughs> butter now because i'm hungry but this was great awesome yeah. well thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you in the organic aisle cheers thanks for listening to cocktails in the organic aisle with christy jody and rachel If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review, subscribe, and share. You can also continue the conversation on social media at Cocktails in the Organic Isle. Until next time, see you in the Organic Isle.